This is a podcast from Rover. Rex, the Saturday edition. Hamish Mackay and Rebecca Greaves, your team. Well, if you're a whiskey drinker, uh, then you'll enjoy this idea. Fancy going into shares on a barrel of whiskey, choosing the flavours, then watching it age. All the while, the value goes up. But then there's, I guess, just the incredible intrinsic value of being part of something so cool as whiskey. Here to tell us more is Kate Gibson, the Spirit Brand Manager for Good George Brewing, based in Hamilton. Kate, how are you? Good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, fantastic. Thank you so much for, for coming into the studio. Bex, we've got an in-studio guest. I think it's just... I think it's been the first for a while, so it is so nice. And um, I, I get the odd one in Palmy, but yeah, I, I you don't do. know. I don't think you've ever had one in Auckland since I've been doing the show. No, well, well so back I've, in the days when we used to, when we we, we were we were more videoing, of course, it was quite a common thing, but not so much now. Um, anyway, quite a treat, Kate. Yeah, <laughs> Kate, you're a whiskey curator. What exactly do you do? Tell us about that. Yeah, so I do everything. I run the barrel program. Um, so that's everything from start to finish. So I'll be in the distillery. I'll actually be in the brewery doing the whiskey wash, doing the mash, um, right through to seeing the groups in, working with them to decide what kind of whiskey they want. We design their whiskey. Um, I bring them into the distillery and we distill their whiskey. Um, then we fill their barrel. Um, and then I actually get to do the fun part of the tasting too. Fantastic. So. Hey, have you always have you always loved whiskey, or what was your background to sort of? lead to this? Yeah, so my background's actually in wine, um, and you ask if I've always loved whiskey. I don't think so. I think (laughs) that I've learned to appreciate it over time, Um, like anything, as you do, the more that you get into it, the more that you can appreciate the craftsmanship that goes into things, Um, and through that, I've sort of learned to love it in a way, Mm. um, which is why I find it so much fun running the program, because I meet people that don't like whiskey. Um, but they want to try to, um, and so I can sort oh, of relate to that. That's right me back at the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. don't like whiskey, but I want to like whiskey. Exactly. So maybe you, maybe you can help me, Kate. Yeah, and I think in a world of old world distilleries and you know Scotch whiskey and heavy peat, and there's a lot of whiskeys out there that if that's the first thing you try. I can so easily see why it would put you off right from the start. Yeah. Um, whereas if you find something that's a nice lead into whiskey, it's approachable, um, then in time you can sort of get heavier and get more peaty and get more smoky. Yeah. Um, so, so has that been the case for you that you started on what I refer to as the less of the sort of that beautiful romantic storytelling that we get from the Scottish up in the Highlands and everything, but You've sort of have you been able to strengthen up to that? Your Absolutely. Taste buds? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, so part of my wine background is I did all of my training and tasting and smelling and all of those fun things. Yeah. Um, so I was lucky that I did come in with a reasonably developed palate. Yeah. Um, but absolutely, it's been a thing that has come with time. Yeah. yeah. Well, the good news is I love wine, so I think there's hope for me. Potential, <laughs> Bex, you've got potential. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so Kate, this idea about offering people a share in a barrel of whiskey, it sounds so cool. Tell us more about that. Yeah, so it's sort of the idea stemmed from, we were thinking about, you know, we've done beer and cider, we've done vodka, we've done spirits, and we wanted to get into whiskey, but whiskey is just such an exclusive category, and it's very old school. It's all, you know, leather chairs and mahogany tables and cigars and waistcoats, and there's nothing wrong with that. That can be a lot of fun. Um, But we wanted to sort of shift the perspective on whiskey from being exclusive to inclusive um, and try and make it as accessible as we can to bring as many people on board 
um, as we can. Mm. Give, oh, I like that. Yeah, give us the idea of the barrel size and what size you can buy and what sort of investment. Are you able to give us a bit more insight into that? Yeah, so we have 200 litre barrels. Um, yep. At the moment, we're running with Virgin American Oak, um, X Bourbon, X Pinot, and X IPA as well, because we are a brewery after yeah. all. Yeah. Um, so you can pick which kind of barrel you want. Yeah. Um, and it's about, so legally in New Zealand, after two years, it becomes whiskey. Um, we think that it's going to be at its sort of best at five you can yep. leave it longer but yep. we prefer to drink it <laughs> yeah yeah fair enough sounds good so around about a five year wait okay so where do you uh how do you get sort of to have input into your flavors and what are the sort of options around the process yeah so it starts right from the beginning where you can even choose your malt if you want to um so you can choose your malt you can choose the type of barrel um and say you wanted something that was quite banana and toffee and vanilla and you so you put it into an a virgin american oak and then after three years you sort of felt like it was lacking a little bit of depth um we can then move it into a different kind of barrel to finish it off yeah um so not only do you get to right from the start you can pick your malt and your barrel um, every year we invite you back in for a birthday party to celebrate Ooh. your barrel. <laughs> um, so at those birthday parties, you'll actually get to taste straight from the barrel. Yeah. Um, and then as we go along, you'll decide how you're feeling about how you're tasting, um, yeah. how the whiskey is tasting. Yeah. And then we can make adjustments as we go. So I didn't realise that. So you can actually, what you put in at the beginning is not is not the end. You can actually influence it as the process goes along. Absolutely, Yeah. Yeah, love the cool. sound of that. Hey, um, Good George Brewing won the Best Flavoured New Zealand Gin in the recent NZ Spirit Awards, so covering all bases. Now, not bad for the company that started out as, as a beer brewery. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we started out just as a brew pub, um, and then we got our beers into the supermarkets, and then came cider, and then came spirits, and yeah. then now we're moving into whiskey. Um, but we, I think at one stage we were holding New Zealand's best cider, New Zealand's best hazy, and now New, best, New, New Zealand's best gin um, all at the same time. Yeah. So it's pretty amazing um, the things that we're doing out of Hamilton, of all places, yeah, the city uh, of the oh, future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ron, well, I, li- I lived there and I enjoyed it. And you told me at the field days that you actually live in Raglan, is that right? Yeah, I do. I love it out there. Oh, so. God, do you have the dream life? Cake. I do. I mean, raglan oh. and making whiskey. I mean, yeah. Oh, it's Spend good. the morning surfing. Come and do a man. Oh. Do you actually? Oh. I didn't want to be cliche, but I was going to say, do you surf? Yeah. Uh, honestly, when you buy a house in raglan, that's one of the things that you have to yep. tick off. It's right. one of the conditions. It's yep. you know really? finance, and then yep. it's do you surf? Yeah, do you surf? Because if you don't surf, there's no sale of purchase agreement happening here. Exactly. You are not allowed yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. And, and hey, and we often talk about hipster mountain bikers, hipster. Um, Hunters and there's hipster brewers, but there's n- I'm sorry, hipster surfers. There's none of those in Raglan. You are the real deal, AK. That's, yeah. That, that's <laughs> the, yeah, that's the main thing. Hey, anything else up your sleeve with uh, Good George that we sh- perhaps should know about, or anything ooh. sort of? Ooh, any or see you don't you don't have to answer. That's just sort of you know that one of those sort of journalist leading questions of anything that might be you know. You I think the cool thing about Good George is that. Like the honest answer is we never know what's around yeah, the corner yeah. um, and that we can just flip so quickly. Like the whiskey idea was honestly a night with um, Brian, one of the directors, and a few too many wines and we yep. thought, well, why, why not? not? Um, and we're really lucky in that we are able to just turn around and do those things yeah. um, and have so much fun along the way. Yeah, I mean, Bex, I don't, yeah, a couple of field days ago we did a really good session <laughs> at Good George, but uh, I think the thing that night was the um, – 
Oh, yeah, um, yeah, uh, your cough, um, God, what do you call it? The espresso. espresso. The espresso yeah. martini. That was, uh, yeah. Hamish has been yeah. talking about these yeah. ever since. Yeah, and, yeah. The, and, and the gin. And, and you know, I, I mean, I, I'm not a big beer drinker, but if I like a beer, I like a beer. And, um, yeah. you know, and um, also Good George uh, in, in the Mission Bay in Auckland has a good Sunday afternoon session. So, you know, it's... Um, yeah. Yeah, no, it's funny you mentioned the espresso martini because yeah. we just released after dinner mint espresso oh, martini. Stop it. Yeah, and then I can tell you that there okay. may or may not be a salted caramel coming oh, as well. Oh, wow. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, I'm into that. Yeah. And you know what? The best thing to do is mix it with our festive cream, like a cream liqueur. And if you go 50 50, it's like a latte. Oh. Yeah. Stop it. That's We're going to have you back. <laughs> now, I think there's been a bit of speculation, hasn't there, Bex, as to, as to we, you and I, I mean, I'm happy just to, out of my own pocket and coming from a Scotsman like Mackay, that's saying a lot, to get into one of these uh, barrels. I reckon it'd be great and get a few, get a bit of a team together. How many people would normally go into one, Kate? What sort of, you know, what sort of the numbers like? Yeah, so you can go into it on your own. Yep. Um, and so we offer a 10% Not much of a- share. Not yeah. much of a party, though, by yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we offer a 10% share, a 50% share, and then a full barrel. Yeah. But as you move up the program, you get more out of the program yeah. the higher up you go. So what we're seeing a lot of is 10 people will go in together on a full barrel. Yeah. Um, so they're, A, saving money by yeah. going in yeah. on a 10% on their own. But they're also getting a lot more out of the program. They get to come to all the parties. They get to have their own parties. Yeah. Um, they get to come in on their filling ceremony. They get to have their barrel birthday party. Um, you know, I think the way that we've set it up is that we're just trying to bring people together. Right. And the best way to do that is to get a bunch of mates together and go on a full barrel. Um, it's not going to cost you any more, yeah. but you get a lot more of an excuse to get together and just have fun. Oh, it's d- I feel oh, like... The barrel sounds like a baby, <laughs> like you, yep. the, the, the pouring <laughs> yeah. ceremony and the, the birthday party. <laughs> yeah. What do you say, 200 litres? So what does that turn into, 200 bottles, does it, or two, or 100 and something? Or what? So how it works is, well, there's 200 litres in the barrel. Yep. That's at 63.5%. So that's um, barrel strength, which Ooh. I probably wouldn't recommend. <laughs> yeah. um, so we normally recommend bottling at about 45%. Yeah. So you end up getting actually more bottles than literage out of the barrel, if that makes sense. So you'll yeah. actually get around about 300 bottles out of a 200 litre barrel. Wow. wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, fantastic. Okay. So, how do people do? How, what do people need to do if they're yeah. listening to this and they're like, "I want in"? Um, you can go to our website, which is peoplescut.co.nz, or if you want to, you can just email me, and that's just Kate at peoplescut.co.nz, um, and I'll jump on the phone and we can have a run through what you're thinking. It was Kate at peoplescut. Cut. Yeah. Cut. Co.nz. Yeah. Radio, because I think we'll get a little bit of inquiry on that. To, um, yeah. Fantastic. Kate, great to catch up with you and. Uh, yeah, all the best with all the great work that Good George are doing. And, um, yeah, uh, the surfing at Raglan and all those things. And, the um, yeah, Thank exciting you. Thank life. Thank you for having the, me. The, uh, the dream awesome. life. The dream I reckon, life. Yeah, I reckon you yeah. just sound like you're just absolutely killing it when yeah. it comes to life. Yeah. Who would have thought? Yeah, <laughs> fantastic, Kate. Thank you so much. Okay, this is Rex Rural Exchange. Next up, Katie Milne out of the West Coast, uh, Brunner Farmer former vice president of the World Farmers Organization, former president of Federated Farmers. I bet she actually gets the ski out across Lake Brunner. No, actually, Katie would ski barefoot, I reckon. Yeah, so Maserati driving Katie Milne coming up next here on Rex.